Hello, castmates, and welcome to the Hard Conversations. Hey everybody, it's your boy BB Living Large and I'm so happy to be here with you guys for episode one of The Hard Conversations, aka THC. And I'm here with my co-host. I cannot wait to have this conversation with you guys and share so much of his, his journey with you. This is your boy, Guru Day. What's goody, what's goody, your boy Guru Dave is here. <clears throat> Welcome to the first episode, this should be a what's good one. What's going on Dave, how you doing today? Not much, nice little Sunday morning. Yes, Chilling. yes, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, before we start though, I'd love to give uh, a good little shout out update. Uh, <clears throat> either I've been like... I need to find somebody at this point. Everybody getting married. So I wanted to give uh, a big shout out to my cousin, Chloe. She was just engaged. Wow. uh, I think like yesterday. Congratulations Uh, to Chloe. This is such good news. We got to clap it out, you know. So what's his name? What's her fiance's name? uh josh. josh okay so she's still with josh okay i like josh yes yes uh we also have another engagement you just got the news shout out to oh okay. yeah yeah all right <laughs> everybody getting married shout outs to my boy brian buckner who is now engaged brian finally did it i'm so excited <laughs> So just so everybody knows, David did not prepare me for any of this. Uh, I'm finding all this out uh, just now, but that's okay. That's all right. Who else? What else you got? You got any more? <laughs> that's it. That's okay. it. Okay. Everybody, welcome to the first episode. I'm so glad to be here with everybody. Glad to be here with the Guru Dave. And uh, today we're going to be mainly talking about Carly Russell and her disappearance or lack thereof and uh we're also going to be sharing some small hop topics uh before we get started into that so you know again let's go ahead and get started with this journey um at first we're going to talk about jamie fox uh i find it very interesting what's been going on with him over the last few months um while on the set of a movie that he was recording uh, this movie was called Back in Action. It's yet to come out. Mr. F- Fox suffered a stroke. Um, he's 55 years old, reportedly had to be revived by doctors, but their immediate actions did save his life. So um, once he, you know, had this situation take place, he, you know, went was off the scene for a really long time. And everybody was, uh, you know, they had these uh, ideas that he might have been cloned once he came back on the scene because everybody just knew Jamie Foxx had died. So, I mean, David, what do you think about what's been going on with Mr. Foxx? Like, what's, what do you, what do you think of his, his cloning? Do you think he was cloned? Uh, I do not think he was cloned. Uh, I think honestly that it was more of a, a publicity. Well, so he was hospitalized for sure, but I think it was the, the cloning uh, rumor was more of a publicity stunt. Uh, Jamie Foxx is in a new Netflix show that is currently out called They Cloned Tyrone. Oh, wow. So, so that's what's been going on around here. That's why they got this cloning going on. Oh, okay. So when did, did this come out already? They Cloned Tyrone? Yes, it's on Netflix oh, okay. now. Okay, cool, cool. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. It's out on Netflix now. Uh, but yeah, I don't think 
I, he definitely had uh, some type of serious hospitalization. Uh, the most recent video that he also put out, in my opinion, uh, I think he had some uh, some muscles in his face that died out. Because if you look at the video, I could be I could be like dissecting it too much, but if you look at the video, it looks like part of his lip is like kind of still when he talks it's like he's talking out the side yeah, of his mouth like, you know uh so he could have had like some kind of paralysis that happens with strokes uh, so yeah it's possible face. right it's possible so well i'm glad i'm glad that's what i think possibly could have happened i'm glad he made an appearance because yeah um those first appearances remember he was on the boat and in that first appearance that was like really far away and then even like after you know everybody started saying okay he's much better I was wondering myself, why is he not making a public appearance? Why is he not uh, showing up for us to see that he is okay? What's took, what took so long? But he really did explain himself in this, uh, this last video. All right, uh, we're gonna go on. Uh, what about these uh, dancers who were robbed? Uh, everybody is wondering if their friends are in on it. What is going on with this? Now, there were two women. One name was Maya Courtney. The other one was Ace Notorious. Um, apparently, they were robbed for about between $12,000 to $14,000 after a weekend of exotic dancing. This was during the BET Awards. And, you know, uh, you know, they just two guys walked up on them, ambushed both of the women, and stole their bags right away from them. Now, there is a lot of talk going on that Maya might have been in on the robbery because when you look at the video, uh, her reaction is, you know, she kind of smiles a little bit and is um, it just seems like she might be in on the situation. So there was a lot of speculation about that. But they did get on the shade room and they did speak about their story. I mean, what do you think is going on here? Do you think that Maya was trying to come up on the whole 14,000 and leave Ace Notorious out. So how much they they have for they split 14,000. There was about 12 to $14,000 in those bags. So probably like, you know, maybe they had like six, 6,000 a piece, or maybe Maya had like five, right? And Courtney had that seven. So that Right, so that would play a factor. If it was split down the middle, I, I don't think so, because it's like, all right, I could just kind of make it back on another big night. Uh, but if, yeah, if it was like a disparity where you only, I only got 5,000 and you got the rest, then maybe. I mean, I guess we'll uh, never know that. They're sticking strong together. They are saying, oh, no, I would never do that. This is my girl. We've been going back since before dancing. Um, but nowadays, I just feel like you can't trust nobody, you know, I don't know. The, the video was kind of suspect. I, I kind of questioned it myself. Why was she smiling? But her excuse, I shouldn't even say excuse. Her reasoning behind her chuckle, because she did acknowledge it, was that, you know, she she's ner when she's nervous, she tends to chuckle a little bit or smile. And even Ace Notorious was like, you know, yes, that's what she does on a regular basis. So... Maybe there's some truth behind her uh, her statement that she, you know, she gets nervous. Okay. Well, I can I can agree with that. I kind of have the same thing. I I smile a lot when I when I'm un, when I feel uncomfortable. So like, even when I was a kid, like if my mom's about yelling at me, I'm I have like a smile on my face. It's not that I'm happy. It's just oh, I know that pissed your mama off. Then, yeah, I know. It, it yeah. just made it worse. And I'm like, oh. no, I ain't smile. I try to cry hard just so they would like, you know, no, I get it. I get it. I don't need you to go any further in this punishment. Uh, I get it. You know? I was not looking forward to that ass whooping. I'm going to tell you right now. When they was, oh, when yeah, they nah. was asked, you know, what they would do in the future, they said definitely get a gun license, um, you know, so that they could have a gun on them. Now, David, I know you are an advocate of that. You have a gun license yourself. How many guns do you have, David? Yeah. Oh, we're not dropping that kind oh, of information. Oh, he don't even tell you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, we're not dropping that kind of information on here. But I definitely uh, say, yeah, and I, I was going to bring that up. They should be carrying, honestly. If they're in a state where they can, 
uh and you're first of all if you're carrying around a whole bunch of money like that you're carrying around thousands of dollars you you should be armed for yes, reasons but, like okay that. you have two i mean it's uh, actual question because these are two female you know two females two guys come up on them with guns i mean is it smart to go and reach for a gun with guns pointing at you in that type of situation i don't know if guns would help them in this situation yes because it's kind of a gamble right uh you have kind of have to feel out the situation because it's like if you were a real killer you wouldn't you would have just killed me and took the money you know what i'm saying versus you seem like you got some morals so you're just gonna just point a gun at me and hope i give you the money there's so like there's two different kinds of people it's real killers and then there's there's pretends so the people that's pretending is going to be like, listen, just give me your money. That sounds like they don't want any problems. They don't want to shoot you versus I'm just going to just shoot you and just take the money and I don't have nothing to worry about. So if someone points a gun at me and they're like asking me to do stuff for them right there, it's telling me, OK, well, either you're not taking it serious or you give you giving me a chance, an opportunity to flip, flip the script. So I'm going to flip the script. OK. And I ain't going to hesitate. I mean, that's a scenario. That's one scenario. Right. Because there's some people right, who right, was right. about that life. And the minute you go for right, that exactly. gun, you know, I would just rather you give up that $12,000. You know, maybe having the gun is helpful because they're going to eventually turn their back and run away. Maybe, you know, you can get a shot off then. But I don't know. I guess I'm just a little bit like worrisome about them going out and getting the gun. Now, here's my idea, right? If I'm a stripper and I'm bringing home $12,000 a, a night, um, there's always going to be somebody in that club who's a decoy, who is a man who is strapped and they are there. It looks like they're there to, you know, they, they're throwing out dollars. They're there for the girls, but they're really there to collect my cash. And they're going to take my cash to the bank. I don't have to worry about none of that. You know, and I, I would I would pay that person, you know, modestly in order to do just that action. So that way, when I walk out of the club, whether it's 12 o'clock, whether it's two, whether it's four, you know, I don't have anything on me. You you can come for it, but ain't nothing on me but a gun. Yeah, I, so I, I would agree to that to an extent. Uh, they do have uh, bodyguard uh, security. So I just feel like security should just walk the strippers to because uh, not strippers don't really put money in the bank so but they should uh have the security walk them to the car at least like you're you're in a safe you're in a safe place in your car i'll walk you to your car with your money and you can go on your way because they got robbed right in the front front of the door like yes right? right at the friend's house and then who was this friend's house they were going to was this their house or were they going to another friend's house because then, you know, is anybody oh, questioning the friend and what what her role was in this? Because it's funny that right. when they get out the lift and they get right to your door, that's when they get robbed. I mean, I don't I didn't hear any questions about this friend or were they at one of their houses? I don't know. Do you know? No, that okay. I don't know. I definitely say we should definitely question the friend at that point. Yeah, because. Because the friend, probably, the friend could have right. set him the up. The friend said, listen, I ain't have to do no work. I ain't have to, you know, I'm going to just get this money, you know. And that's what they said. Oh, they're like walking ATMs. And I just feel like they should stop doing that. Protect yourself at all costs. Protect your money at all costs. If you're a stripper, you should definitely be, your money should not be on your, your person. That's how I feel. But we are going to go ahead and get moved on. Uh, what about what's going on with these uh, these uh, these Writers Guild and Screen Actors Guild strikes, David? Have you been keeping up with what's going on here? Uh, yes. So uh, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, Fran from The Nanny uh, is I actually heard. the uh, SAG's I president. Heard. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's so wonderful. And it's like, oh, yeah, just, exactly. Can we just clap it up and it's like, because I, that's my girl. First of all, I watched the nanny faithfully. Watched the nanny faithfully, and uh, she is just lit. Always been lit. Always been that girl. So, congratulations to her. 
Yeah, no, for sure. I, I definitely, she definitely was uh, one of my first crushes. So for sure. Uh, but yeah, so like, I'm one thousand percent behind with uh, the writers and the actors on this. Uh, and basically, what the industry is trying to do is say, "Hey, we are. We want to take your likeness. We want to take." Uh, your appearance and then just put it on AI and then use it as many times as we want to do whatever we want it to do. And then we're going to just, yeah, we're just going to just pay you a very small uh, amount of money. Now, I don't know if uh, many people remember this. I'm about to date myself, but does anybody remember the original Power Rangers? Yes, absolutely. Do you remember Zordon? I do. Okay. Guess how much Zordon was paid for the whole time he was there? I think he was there for what? He didn't die until like season three, I think, or four. He was he was there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Guess how much he got paid? Let me see. This time. is this is the nineties, right? Right. So I would assume you know I would. He was assume, on every episode, right? Every episode because he was their main. You know their main person. I mean, I would assume he would have gotten paid at least two million dollars for his role. Nope. Wow. They paid this man one hundred and fifty dollars. They told Whoa. him to come in. They green screened his whole body. They recorded his face a couple times, doing a couple uh, f- facial movements and stuff, and sent them on his way. So they were using AI all the way back then. For each of yep. the episodes. Yep. Wow, the gag. I can't believe that. So so he only did like maybe one or two episodes like actually there. Not even the whole episode. Right. They just recorded right, he just he just showed up. They recorded his face, uh, him saying a few words, some move some head movements. Because honestly, Zordon was only a, a floating head, so Right. Uh so yeah, and they sent him on his way. He never heard from him again. I think that's crazy. Um, you know, I, I agree with you. I feel like I, I'm definitely with the writers and the screen, the actors. Um, I do hope that there's some changes made. Apparently, the directors were also on strike. There's a directors guild as well. And the I can only, see that. Yep. And the, but but the directors guild actually did um, come to an agreement. But I wonder, I mean, I wonder if you know, I mean, I feel like I know why that happened because most of the directors are, you know, old white men and it's, yeah, they're all in cahoots together. Right. So if if anybody's going to get paid more money, uh, of course, it's going to be the director's guild. Right. So let's just see what the directors are going to do to assist with the, the writers and the screen actors guild, because at the end of the day. What are you going to direct if there are no writers and no actors? So we'll see what happens with that. Shame right. on the city of Los Angeles. Hold there. on, hold on. So one thing I do want to I want to bring up really quick, just to finish off the uh, the writer uh, the writer strike and actor strike, is that I do understand, I do acknowledge both sides to it because the the industry side of it is saying, okay, you guys are asking for more money, more wages, uh, better residuals. But what the industry is saying is saying, well, this is a bad time to ask for it because uh, movie sales are all time low. Uh, there's no, no one, no one watches TV anymore. No one, no one uses cable. Everybody is streaming, so there's no cable shows that's running like 30 episodes a season now. Everything is streamed for like six, six to maybe 10 Wait, episodes. That's exactly what. So the money is for. down. No, no, no. What happened? That's what they're asking for. So if you've seen some of the checks that they get, the residuals. We're talking about the, the what's being streamed. They're only getting 37 cents. Right, 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 right. Right. But I'm saying though versus cable which when it is on cable it would be like you have reruns just playing but no one's watching cable so you, they have to physically click on 
the streaming platform and play it. So it's like instead of you getting that that big chunk of money from the cable, you're not getting that same big chunk from from streaming. Okay. So that's I, like don't get it twisted. I'm still behind because I hear what you. They just don't want to take a yeah. They don't want to take a pay cut. That's all it is. They making billions of dollars. I was going to say because at the end of the day, yeah, 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 yeah. They're they still, making sure they're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can't see how a person who is in front of the screen making this show or this movie come to life or writing it, right? Giving it life, how they're making 37 cents on the show, right? I, I'm not understanding that. So, and then shame on the city of Los Angeles. Uh, apparently, um, I'm sorry, not the city of Los Angeles. Shame on Universal Studios. Uh, the city of Los Angeles is investigating them because apparently where the writers and the screen actors are uh, striking, like their main strip, there were like trees that really gave them shade. You know, it's really hot in, in L.A. And that gave them shade. Well, Universal Studios cut all the trees, trimmed them all down along the entire strip. In the middle of July. So they're being investigated. For oh, that. I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. They cut them down. And not only, you know, that they also messed up the trees life cycle because those trees aren't supposed to be trimmed until about October, November. Right. When it gets a little bit colder in L.A. And that that's when there's so now that you've cut them, you messed up their life cycle. So when they're supposed to be getting cut. They're going to have to be growing out. It's going to be a little bit too cold for them. And those trees might die out. Uh, so shame on Universal Studios. I mean, you can say whatever it is you want to say. The only reason you did that was to be spiteful. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. So that that's really horrible. And in my opinion, also, when it comes to all of this, shout out to my girl, Monique. She's been telling y'all for a long time that you should be fighting for with your what's yours. And most of you, shame on you, because you stood against her. You didn't say anything. And to not say anything at all is pretty much standing against her when she was fighting for this same thing. The same type of respect you guys want. The same type of fairness and contractual agreements that you guys are looking for is exactly what she was saying. So now everybody is here for it. You know, it's just a little bit shady. I don't know. All right, David. Right, it's definitely so. full shady. Uh, so to bring up a, a, another nice little topic, out here in Florida, wild, wild, wild southeast. Your, uh, your homeland. Well, I wouldn't say my homeland, my my current resident. Where you live, where you reside. My my current resident. Where the money Uh, reside, where the money reside. How do you like living in Florida, David? How do you, you know, how do you, how do you feel about living down there? I love Florida. Um, Honestly, I I, I would love to, I'm trying to get all my friends to come down here. No, Um, we're not interested. It's like, (laughs) it's it. First of all. It's an easy sell every time. If someone's trying to go somewhere, Florida is, the, is an easy sell. It's like, I, it's but so much I got to say. I uh, could say the so weather's, many things. The weather's always nice. From wanting to be in Florida. I mean, I just convinced the whole bachelorette party to come to Florida. It was pretty easy. but That was only because the, the bride <laughs> had never been down there. Let's be clear. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Florida Florida won that poll. Shout out but, to Charmaine Jemison. Oh, yes, sorry. Sir. I'm sorry. That is her, uh, her name. Correct the name. Right. She's hyphenated now, right? Oh, I don't know. I thought you would know. Yeah, no. I think Charmaine is hyphenated. Anyway, go Beat ahead. Beat his ass, Char. Beat his ass. But, uh,. Yeah, no. I, I honestly, I love living in Florida. Uh, I pay no no income state tax. The weather is gorgeous every time. Uh, I'm right next to the water. Uh, I, like I said, I wouldn't recommend having kids here, uh, which is my plan. I don't plan on really having children. Uh, so, okay, good. outside good of you specified that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That makes outside of the edu- Yeah, outside of like the education system. Uh, and the politics, and you know what I'm saying. Your, your 
your day to day is not it's not it's not bad. The weather's good. They they can't drive out here. Drive they horrible drivers out here. But uh yeah, honestly I love it. I, I, I just hate the cold. I'm a person that doesn't like the cold. Uh it's warm year round. Uh and I'm getting more money in my paycheck. Like what are we talking about? Okay. Well, I'm <laughs> happy for you. <laughs> so after you say all of that, please tell me why we brought Florida up. Well, Florida's in a Florida's going to be always uh, in the news for something. If it's not a, a Florida man or a Florida woman doing something crazy, Stupid. it's yeah, I know. It's uh, it's the Florida government. So recently, uh, the uh, Florida Board of Education uh, just approved a new. Uh, standard for how black history is taught uh, in state public schools uh, to where they are they want to portray that uh, African Americans uh, that African slaves actually benefited from slavery uh, saying they they learned uh, skills that helped them progress in life, which this is, is like whoa, shit. huge slap in the face. So it's like, listen, if you got anyway, if you got kids in general, you shouldn't be raising your kids in Florida. That's that's what I would put it. Uh, you need to know your yeah yeah know your background before you come to Florida. Uh, but yeah, this is just a, a this is literally a whitewash. Like this is literally what is happening. Like this is. Florida's Board of Education is saying that that slaves develop skills which in some instances can be applied to their personal benefit. Now, there's some other bullshit in there where they say how it includes teaching about how black people, get this shit, y'all, black people were also perpetrators of violence during race massacres. Right? So it's their way of trying to teach their little white kids that there was you're not that reason, bad reason behind the massacres, and these massacres include, but not limited to the 1906 Atlanta race riots. Look it up. 1919 Washington D.C. race riots. Look it up. 1920. Oh, uh, I don't even know how to say this word. I don't know if you do. Uh, Oak, Oak, uh, Ochi, Ochi massacre, and then the 1921 Tulsa massacre. Most of us. Can know you repeat that. that? Repeat that year one more time. 19 what? 1921 Tulsa massacre, and then 1923 Rosewood massacre. These were all massacres of black communities committed not just by white perpetrators, but by the government themselves. Um, so right. that's something a lot of your about. grandparents, a lot of your grandparents were alive, uh, at least for the last two. Uh, yes. Maybe my, some of your parents, too. Yeah. My grandfather was born in 1922. Sorry. And then my grandmother, you know, she missed it. But her her sisters were there. 19. You have a, I think one of them was born in like 1916 or 1918. So they were there, you know, so our family, our ancestors, you know, direct harm too. They're trying to say that the people who were involved in being massacred against were also perpetrators of violence. Uh, this is all happening because Governor Ron DeSantis, David's governor, I'm just going to point that out there, uh, has dubbed the phrase stop wrongs to our kids and employees act which is the Stop Woke Act. All right. Now, my issue is there seems to be this right-wing rhetoric, rhetoric, sorry, that woke is equivalent to black. I don't know if you've experienced that or if you're seeing how this is kind of being turned into a synonymous word, right? Um, but that's just not the case. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're definitely categorizing this this woke term as in anybody that thinks white people did anything wrong back in the day. And it's just like no one no one's putting this. These are facts. We're, we are speaking facts. It's not like you can deny it, but they're clearly denying it. So 
this is insane. It's, it's, it's to show you what where we're what the world is coming to, honestly. So be prepared. Oh well, you mean what the world is turning back into? Oh yeah, know know your history. Yeah, history because itself. it's just trying to be, you know, and and that was actually one of the quotes that I saw. Um, you know, some of the people who were against this bill, this legislation, were saying that it's a reversal. It's you know going backwards in history. But if you guys understand and are paying attention to uh, what some of these right wing Republicans are doing, that is exactly what their goal is. So you might think that it's taking us backwards, but for them, it's taking them forward. But, you know, all we could do is talk about it and tell you what's happening. At the end of the day, it's happening. And the reason it's happening is because people are not getting out and voting the way they should be. Um, so we got to make sure we, we start changing that. You know, the only way to make changes to people like this coward is to vote him out of office. Um, I Unfortunately, in Florida, I think, you know, you guys are pretty much majority Republican, right? Yep. So nothing we're gonna, nothing we're going to be able to do about that. But uh, for you guys. Nope. <sighs> Hence why this passed the whole board of education unanimously they all agreed easily so absolutely correct. know who you voting in know who you voting and in. here's was here's was the statement that they used to defend it uh defend it they're saying that it is a comprehensive and rigorous instruction on african-american history we proudly stand behind these african-american history standards you can proudly suck my left nut <laughs> These are white people telling you about black history. This is crazy. It makes no sense to me. Um, and then DeSantis is just a dummy. Like, I, I feel like his grandfather was an immigrant, you know, so everything he's against, you wouldn't even be here or allowed to be here if it wasn't for, you know, the laws that you're trying to, you know, erase. Uh, it's just absolutely ridiculous what we have to deal with. Oh, but David, let's go ahead and transition into our main topic, the disappearance of Carly Russell. Is this a happy ending or is it shady business? Right now, Miss Carlethea Carly Russell was driving home from work on Thursday night. Uh, we're talking about the 13th of July she was coming home from work and she called 911 at 9:34 p.m. to report that she saw a male toddler in a diaper walking alone on the side of the highway not the wow. road this was the side of the highway this looks crazy absolutely ridiculous location was uh Birmingham Alabama right do we do we uh do we happen to have that uh, 911 call? We do. We actually do have the 911 phone call. So we're going to go ahead and play that for you guys right now. And then we'll kind of, you know, talk about it and go a little bit further. We're going to go over the whole timeline just so that we can make sure we, you know, understand this story from start to finish. Okay. I mean, I'm in a red Mercedes Benz. 
She knew what she knew what she was doing right there. She was I like, let me think about this. Point. Point. White. <laughs> They're white. <laughs> <laughs> she describing Tommy Pickles okay. right now. <laughs> Can we pull up a picture of Tommy now, Pickles? Hold on, hold on. Let Tommy me stop Pickles. Right there. Pull him up. She literally Let me described stop right Tommy there. Pickles. <laughs> there we go. Oh, shit, David. That's it. See, this is why you're the guru. She, she used Tommy Pickles. But no, she said, remember, like, like, they, we just heard the dispatcher ask, were there any cars anywhere? Okay, that's important because when you look at the video on the of her pulling over at the time of this phone call, clearly they were on a highway and there were cars passing by, I mean, just one after one after one. So really interesting. Yo, this three year, this three to four year old is going through the forest right now with a diaper on, hiking. How, how is he able? First of all, his legs ain't even long enough to get over half of the branches down there. How the hell? Man, you're the only on the one highway? that you can see this child on, on this highway. And why is it that? Why is it that, you know, if you look at the video, right, why is it that none of these other cars see this child on the highway? And also, why would she tell the police officers that there was no other cars visible, right? So that's, I don't understand that. The police at one point were not able to confirm whether her reports were accurate. And up until this day, they still can't do so. Um... The dispatcher did tell Russell to stay with the child until police arrived. Um, um, immediately after she spoke with the police, she called her boy, uh, boyfriend, her brother's uh, girlfriend to share what she had saw. She stayed on the phone with the girlfriend as she got out of the car to check on the child and called out to him. Sometime after 9.36 p.m., that's when the relative, the brother's girlfriend, heard what sounded like Russell screaming and the phone dropped to the ground and, you know, she vanished at that point. That is the story we, as we know it. And to this day, we do not know what happened after that point. Yeah, no, I, I, I want to pull up. They, they all, they're uh, now changing the, uh, the images that they use of her. They used to, they were like these, uh, her graduation photo and all this other stuff. And then after we started like learning like the real details and stuff, now they got her looking crazy. Like she just woke up. Her hair be undone, right? I was, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was seeing that. I was seeing that. Um, police officers did obtain video footage of the interstate that shows the moment when Russell pulled over and slowly drove forward with her headlights flashing. If if you listen to if you listen to the nine one one call, there is multiple cars driving by, um, and she says on that call, no cars were by. So that's just interesting to me. The footage is really grainy, but it does depict um, 
that there was no one else there. So not sure what happened there. But then uh, on Saturday, the Saturday after the abduction currently took place, officers got a 911 call that at 10.44 p.m. Um, that Russell had returned home. She returned home by herself. She was conscious. She didn't look like she was hurt. Detectives went to the home and then to the hospital to take some statements from Carly. The details of that part, of course, is a part of the ongoing investigation. But my question is, you know, uh, with the family, what's so secretive? You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you look at all the video footage, the family is saying they can't tell you any part of what's going on because it's an ongoing investigation. But I feel like some of the questions that are being asked are very simple questions that you should be able to say. Am I, am I tripping? I mean, they're using the same tactics anybody would use. Uh, if you have a, they more than likely have a lawyer that told them to say that, uh, which is the politically correct answer to say, uh, especially because you don't want to, you want to make it, you don't want to make it look worse than it already is. So I, I definitely understand that that point of view because everything just looks bad now. But so. you can't say what she looked like, like you can't say if she was hurt. Was she traumatized? Like, nope. Because if I say, if I give you any details, you, not you per se, but the media is going to use that to create their own narrative. Mm. So, I don't know. It's just shady boots. I, I'm not with it. Anyway, as of the 19th, um, again, there was still no evidence that the toddler was found walking down the highway. She also bought some snacks at the target on highway 280 um after leaving work which she ate and took with her because they can't find the snacks so basically when she left out of the car she took her snacks with her um hell yeah okay but you this is that. like that's a long set so wait so you, you, were, so the, you abducted the and they said oh i don't have no food for you so bring bring your bring your cheez-its Hell yeah, bring them snacks. I want, I want some too. I want some too. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, she was walking alone prior to arriving to her family's house. A 911 call suggested that she was unresponsive when contacted, but when first responders did arrive, she was conscious and she was speaking. Now, they are currently waiting for the second interview with Carly but her parents are still keeping it under wraps. Did this woman pull a Jesse Smollett? And like, you know, how do you guys feel about that? Like, is she the next Jesse? Um, do we feel like she faked her own kidnapping? How do you feel, David? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's she's definitely a Jesse 2.0. Uh, I feel and it's like about Jesse myself, though. Like, I don't know if Jesse faked his kidnapping. I mean, Chicago is shady. Corn. They have they have him. They have text messages between the two people. They knew each other. I guess. Okay. <laughs> so you can tell me the same dude that beat you up, that put a noose around you. You you got you got a uh, text conversations going back and forth. That junk just is wild. But yeah, no, nah, I definitely think she's a uh, Jesse two point It's just like. I, she's, it was definitely some issues she was trying to avoid. Uh, I think she didn't realize that it was going to blow up the way it did, uh, that she was going to get national headlines, uh, well, which she thought, I'm, which doesn't happen. I was going to say, she thought, I'm to, a black girl. This would be nothing. This. Exactly, which I'll, I'll bring up later, my, my little conspiracy theory about the whole thing. But, yeah, it's just like you don't you don't you know you rarely very rarely see or close close to never like uh, a black female or a black person in general getting national headlines for being kidnapped or but you know missing, what so let me say this shout out to the black community and you know what shout out to tiktok and instagram and facebook and all those platforms that you guys try to use against us because the only reason this story went so viral is because of the people who were on social media who really did blow it up. And I know that 
I agree. I agree that she did pull a Jesse Smollett if Jesse did do it. You know, Jesse's a part of my community and I'm going to stand by him. Um, but, you know, I, you know, hmm. she did. I feel like she did fake her um, her kidnapping. But at the end of the day, what I don't want people to do is feel like when the next girl goes missing or when the next kid or when the next guy goes missing that we don't want to give just as much energy to it, right? A lot of people did stick their necks out there for this girl, and it was prematurely, but we needed to have done that, right? We needed to have done that because, and we need to do it for every one of the girls who go missing and the guys who go missing and the kids who go missing within this community, within the black community, because we don't get enough play as it is, as David just said, right? We, we, we probably wouldn't have gotten any uh, news time, or if anything, we would have only gotten um, a good three three minutes to explain that she was another girl gone missing. So, don't allow for her, her mistakes and her because she's clearly something's clearly wrong. Don't allow for her to stop you from doing this in the future. Um, that's just something that I want to mention because it's good that people did stick their necks out there for this girl just like they should have done with any other girl. Um, now, why are, my question is, why are we not releasing some type of description of the kidnapper, right? If she said that she was kidnapped, why didn't she release a... Um, let's just pretend that she really was kidnapped, right? Why at this point would you not say anything about that? Uh, so... I think she did give a sh uh Oh, I didn't see anything. A brief description. Uh I think she said it was like oh man. Right. Russell told detectives that her abductor had orange hair with a bald spot. Uh she told them at one point she was able to escape the eighteen wheeler, so he's a trucker but was caught again and put into a car. She claimed she was not blindfolded, but was not tied up because the captain said they did not want to leave impressions on her wrist. This is from uh, CNN. Mm, shady. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Some, some orange hair. <clears throat> Tommy Pickle's mom. Some orange hair. <laughs> Sorry, now, let me stop. Orange hair with a bald spot. How is that? How is that your? Uh, I need a better description than orange Donald hair Trump? with a bald. How do you only see this person's head? Donald exactly. Trump kidnapped her. Yeah, in his eighteen wheeler. Yes, it was Donald Trump in the eighteen wheeler. All right. Well, so question for it's. it's go ahead. What you gonna say? No, no. Go, go ahead. I was gonna ask the audience. You know, if you guys can tell us, what would you guys have gotten? And this question is for you too, David. Would you have gotten out of the car to assist with the child on the side of the road? And I ask this because there are some traffickers out there who are using kids to abduct people um, by making these kids appear to be, uh, you know, left by themselves on the side of the road. So would you have, you know, stopped and would you have gotten out of the car to assist? Uh, yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, I probably would have done a, a little hesitation just because of the uh, the old Dave Chappelle skit. Hey, baby, what you doing over there? Hey. But if I saw like a, a three year old, four year old toddler with uh, I, with a diaper and a t shirt, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely pulling over. I, I'm not caught. Well. I'm gonna call, but I'm gonna I'm gonna grab the kid. He's put I'm putting him in my car, and we're going to like the hospital or something. Uh, I'm not. I'll call nine one one on the way there, I guess. But uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm I'm easily getting out of my car. Well, I guess it depends on what kind of person you are. So I'm uh, not. Yeah, I'm definitely getting out of the car. What? I'm not. I that baby can see me. I can see that baby. I'm not gonna take my eyes off it. My car will not move. But I will, from the window, say, hey, you know, come over here to this car. You come over here. Get in this car. You see you see him walking with a diaper on. You're not going to You're I, not gonna get out the car. I see. I see. On the side of the highway. I see what's happening with these abductions. 
This man's on the side of Route 22 the right now. Get here. I'm going to stay with this child. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I'm staying with this child. But I'm not. You're on 22 right now. I'm on 22. Yes. And I see this child. And I'm, I'm uh, you know, and my blinkers are going to stay on. Traffic is going to have to go around. You know, if y'all can see me, I'm using my, my left hand to, um, <laughs> you know, move that traffic around. It's a baby here. It's a baby. I'll be yelling. It's a baby here. <laughs> and waiting. Hopefully, we'll be right there by ShopRite. Just pull over right to the side of ShopRite. But there's okay. no... I'm, I'm not. I'm not getting out because once I'm get out the car, that my weapons are reduced. You know, my car is my weapon, in case there is a trafficker nearby. Okay. I mean, that's just that's just me. I don't know, but I mean, I you know, I I, I applaud you for getting out the car and doing your due diligence. You keep guns on you anyway, so. I was about to say, yeah, I, I, like I said, I'm good either way. So I'm, I'm going to get me a gun. I'm going to get me a gun. I just, I haven't got, I haven't done the license yet, but I'm going to get it soon because it's getting crazy out here, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's just protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? Make sure, make, put yourself on an even playing field. That's true. That's true. But make sure you know how to use it if you get it. Uh, did you hear about the medical professionals? Get this shit. Now, the, the people who, I think, I don't know if they're, I guess they're, because in order for you to be able to access her files, I, I would assume you would have to be at her hospital or a hospital close by. But there were like nurses and doctors and stuff who were trying to access her files and see what happened to her when she was brought into the hospital. Apparently, there was some firing that took place, but um, that can neither be confirmed nor denied. Um, but yes, people were trying so hard and so desperately to figure out whether she was lying or what at least she looked like or, you know, what her medical charts were when she came back home. Yeah, I think all of, I think she came back. I think, she yeah, she went to the hospital and then they released it. They said everything looked good. Like she didn't. <clears throat> there was nothing really to note about anything on on her person. So, of course, everything looked good because she was lying. Um <laughs> And then the boyfriend deleted his, he had an IG um, about her being, you know, found and he was thanking God that this all took place. So even the boyfriend, you know, once he found out about everything that took place, he deleted his IG where he was thanking God that, you know, she was found and everything took place. But on the other hand, he also did recently come to her defense, which, you know, I feel like he's a good man for this. He did recently come to her defense because people are attacking her on social media, um, you know, just because of everything that's going on. And so he came to her defense to say, please, you know, show her some respect. No one deserves to be cyber bullied. And uh, I think it is, you know, it's very important that he did that because even if he is, you know, not on her side or knows that he she did do something that was wrong. Um, it was really good that he came to her defense when it came to that, because it's true. No one deserves to be bullied in what in any way whatsoever. Um, so it, it, no matter what they did, you know, I don't really feel like you should be bullying them. Is it bullying or I'm just telling you, like. You fucked up. Okay, but you do you have to, can, can you just say, can you say this was uh, really wrong what you did and can you forward her some um, articles or places or people she can seek assistance from? Or do you got to say to her, bitch, I'm coming for you. I would have ripped your motherfucking head in two. You know, things like that. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, bullying, okay. you know, and you, yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, you, yeah. you should die. You should kill yourself. You know, things like that. It's absolutely cyberbullying and it's something that we should um we should not be doing especially if you are older than i would say 17 like why are we still doing this so for those of you who are out there who actually have time to go into this girl's comments and pages and stuff like that and attack her with vicious words um I can't even. But what, what is it? Uh, the the Breakfast Club. They say it all the time. You you played yourself. I I mean we 
You can't do that, but you definitely, you definitely look stupid. Uh, just so you know. Uh, now I got a question, right? If you have you been paying attention, David, to there's a little bit. If you look at the video, have you been looking at the video and really looking at the video? Because when you look at the video, some of the footage was moved. The video skips. Uh, on the highway. On the highway. <clears throat> okay. I mean, that says something, right? That really makes me question. It throws a curveball in the story to me because I don't think Carly Russell has access to highway footage to move. Like, I mean, it literally jumps. Um, I don't think she has access to that type of footage, right? So, what happened to that footage? Why is it missing? Okay. How do we know how long the the the, the skip was? I don't know exactly how long the skip was. Okay. But it's interesting. And then also, you know, the family, you know, I really do wonder how much of their involvement is in this because I feel like her parents and I don't know if it's just because that's her day baby girl. But her parents are definitely, you know, sticking behind her when it comes to this situation, you know. Well, as as any parent should. So and I understand it. And I feel like the, the parents know, obviously, like she messed up because uh, they were uh, in an interview not too long ago with uh, CBS uh, where they interviewed her after she came home. Uh, they interviewed the parents and the parents just said, listen, like she she had she she's always she's a fighter she's always been fighting for her life like physically and mentally uh so when they when when they said that it kind of like gave me like a a cue to like okay well this could like the parents know something about her like her personality they're like okay we can see why we can see that how this happened kind of thing so they definitely, they definitely know, but they're definitely gonna stick by her as they should. So you, you know think there's as some as your little girl. information about Carly that we don't know about that could have led yeah, to yeah. her to do this? Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, um, I, whether that was taken into consideration or not, Carly was recently fired from her job due to the fake kidnapping. I don't know if it was because of the embarrassment. Or because she was also, uh, it was found out that she was stealing. Um, she had apparently stole uh, money um, as well. Well, the place she worked for obviously was going to get heat. Uh, they probably got a lot of messages from a whole bunch of people and applied pressure to, to get rid of her. Uh, every majority of people are at will employees, so they can fire you for any reason. But uh, I don't think she should have lost her job uh, for it. Uh, I feel like she's going to she's going to wind up either facing a a large fine or uh, possible jail time behind it. But uh, I don't think she should have lost her job, per se. I mean, what do you think the punishment should be? And, you know, I ask because a lot of people are saying, like, you know, throw her under the jail and, you know, stuff like that. And I was watching some videos. I think I actually sent you a video about it where the police themselves in the in the county where she lives is seeking her head. Like, you know, in the sense that they want the maximum punishment for her, you know, but. You know, what do you think? Because she's not the first to do it. She's not the first individual to fake her kidnapping, you know? Right. And this this is kind of how I'm going to, like, go into my weird conspiracy theory about this whole thing. So it's like, I feel like the police knew ahead of time that this was uh, kind of, like, not real or fake. And decided we're gonna we're gonna blow this up. We're gonna make this big because we know she's lying. So this way, because it's like 
when do we when do you ever in Alabama come on when do you ever when you ever when's the last time Alabama put out like a nation nationwide I, I, search for for a black girl who, what we're gonna have to look that up exactly and it's like it's like okay we're gonna blow this up to be like listen we did this for you guys and look look what happened kind of thing so I feel that's like that's the wrong the kind narrative of, you know what I mean yeah because regardless of it's, this just like y'all said regardless because there's been plenty of white white women who have committed this committed the same offense and they either had to pay back fines like the man hours that were used to search for them or they got like two years of prison time at max right so you know and i'm talking about these people were involved in extortion so not only did they try the disappearance but they actually were taking money from organizations so and at max again they got two years carly didn't do right. any of that so i think we need to consider that as well yeah yeah i think like a a, a light little fine and probably some uh community service honestly well i also i mean i, I would think there's something wrong with her mental right and i and this is where we well yeah clearly well we should be a community of rehabilitation right and i think that this is where and this is a whole other topic that we can talk about but this is where i feel like we should be seeking some type of counseling for her to see what is mentally wrong right so the city should be assisting with paying for her to see if there's something going on mentally uh getting her a psychiatrist to sit down and talk to maybe sit down and talk with the family right maybe there's something like you said the family might know something that we don't but then again we also might not know i mean for you to try to run away right what's going on in your family is your family okay right so maybe we should uh look into some type of psych psychiatric help and see if there's something more to the story yeah i'm gonna have to go ahead and disagree with you on that Why? we already spent enough money on you i'm not spending more tax dollars uh, uh you can you can go you can go seek we have we, we have spend, uh, but you would you know be willing saying? to spend tax dollars on her for putting her in jail because people that's what they're looking to do so whether you oh, yeah, seek assistance true. and actually get her some help or just lock her up under the jail we're still spending the money you're right you're right so why not spend it in a less expensive way what is that fifty five thousand dollars a head uh when you're talking about them sitting in jail mm -hmm. i would rather spend it you know what's that a hundred to two hundred dollars three hundred dollars an hour on the psychiatrist okay yeah. i can understand that. yeah that that that's what i'm saying like we're already going to invest in this woman anyway we've already invested we're going to invest further let's do it in the smart way we're always looking to feed the pockets of those who run those jails you know i just i don't see the rehabilitation um happening as often as it should again that's a whole a whole nother topic though everybody uh the boyfriend's sister also decided to speak out did you see her her comments her statements regarding this um i'm not sure actually what was what was her statements so i think i sent it to you i would have to pull it up but my question is who asked her um all right, so I have it. She goes, man, here y'all go since y'all literally waiting on me to speak out about the situation and my thoughts on it. First of all, girl, who the hell are you? And who even knew the boyfriend had a sister? Did you know the boyfriend had a sister? Nope. Nobody cares about your comments or your thoughts. Let's just start there. <laughs> So she goes on to talk about how she does feel as though Carly, she didn't know they're all in shock about the situation just as much as we are. And, you know, she feels like Carly ha needs some help. You know, she needs to seek some mental help. But, you know, that they are still in shock, you know, about it. So, you know, the boyfriend's family clearly did not know what was going on about this. So the only people I'm questioning right now 
is Carly and her mama and daddy. Because they're the only ones that suspect uh, when it comes to this case. Yeah, I just feel like she was just one of those people that someone put a mic in front of her and she was going to just give her two cents. So they're all, I, everybody's trying to always spin their story. So there's definitely going to be news people out there saying looking for someone to give them like a hot, you know what I'm saying, a hot take. Or like, you know what I'm saying, push some kind of agenda. Hey, you should say this or you should say something. Do you know anything? You should make a public statement. Right. So. Right. I mean, I guess. I just think that this whole situation, again, is just shady. You know, hopefully uh, Carly can get some serious help if, she's, if, she's, if she needs it. It could be uh, herself who needs it or, you know, her family. You know, we, we have not explored this, that road where her family could be the reason she was trying to run. You know, so... Apparently, she was looking up bus tickets to Tennessee. Um, she looked up. Um, what did she look up? <laughs> yeah, her search history was crazy. It was crazy. She looked up um, the cost of an Amber Alert. She looked up how old you had to be uh, for it to be considered an Amber Alert, which makes me feel like she was trying to, like you said, David, uh, skirt be under the radar. Right. She, she probably wanted to see if she was old enough to not get the Amber Alert. And the but again, power of social media, the black people, you know, the black people really rallied around her. Um, and that's what got her story. So so public. Uh, but I do hope she gets the um, a help she needs. You know, she really does need some 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 mental help or her family needs some help all, all together, you know. Uh, but we do. We are going to get wrapped up here. Thank you guys so much for joining us for today's episode. David, is there anything you want to say? Any highlights you want to you want to do? You, David is a streamer out, outside of here. Did you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, we could probably bring that up on another one. But yeah, uh, I do stream uh, on Twitch. Uh, you can find me under Guru Dave. Uh, uh, every Thursday, Tuesdays and Thursdays, a few times on a weekend. So, you want to come check that out? That'd be great. Um, I'm trying to think. This is this is this has been a great conversation. Honestly, I can't I can't wait for the next one. Honestly, yes, I'm very excited. This was a great convo. And you guys, please keep in touch with us. We're going to be posting on all of our social media platforms. We're going to try to be available to you guys on all podcasting platforms as well. Reach out to us. Let us know what you want to talk about. What are the hot topics you want to hear? Um, we're going to be trying to uh, open up some new segments. What segments would you like there to be? Um, you know, one of the things that I'm, you know, telling you now, David, I would like to do is an artist spotlight, right? So we could bring an artist on every once in a while, and I'm talking about artists who are up and coming. And, you know, or just need a platform to share what they're doing and express themselves, you know? Yeah, definitely. That would be dope. That would be so great. So thank you guys so much for joining BB and the Guru. And we'll see you guys for the next episode. See ya. Powered by Riverside FM.